0: Hello, my name is Daniel, and welcome to Post Exertional Mayonnaise. Um, just a bit of an introduction to this week's episode. Uh, I'm speaking to Alison Larkman, who's a artist from Bristol, and she's uh, got a project that's underway and will be taking place next summer, which you can get involved with. Uh, so do listen and uh, look forward to possibly taking part yourself. Um, just to say, uh, we got a brilliant, uh, lovely email from Olivia, who's uh, has me in the family, and uh, it was just great to get some lovely feedback. Uh, she did mention uh, that we haven't mentioned uh, decode me, and that's uh, remiss of us. Um, but I guess we've been focusing on. Uh, less on the science and research, but more on the lived experience of ME. Uh, but yeah, it's important to, to mention that Decode ME is a study that's taking place in the UK uh, at present. Uh, it's a long, large-scale study. Uh, they're looking for 25,000 people to donate their um, DNA samples. Um, so I did it last year and sort of uh, spitting into a tube and posting it off. Uh, it, it's a very simple process. Um, but if you have got ME and haven't yet signed up do think about it because it's going to be quite important going forwards Um, just information um, Michael from Chat with ME podcast uh, that's Chat With ME uh, podcast uh, did a whole episode on Decode ME recently so it's really worth uh, checking out that podcast Um, just to let you know what's coming up Next week, I'm speaking to uh, Sarah Boothby, whose daughter Maeve died from emmy in 2021. Uh, Maeve was writing uh, a series of books uh, before she died, or had plans for series a series of books. But um, Sarah is going to read to us from uh, the book that was that was just about finished uh, before Maeve died. So uh, it's one that you won't want to miss. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing Maeve's writings. So um, just to say in this episode coming up, uh, I did have a bit of a technical problems so we lost a little bit of the conversation with Alison, um and my if you're watching my uh, camera angle changes so i do apologize for that and uh, if it feels like the conversation's a bit disjointed it's just because uh, of a slight technical problem so um yes uh, but yeah do listen and do enjoy uh this conversation with Alison, i'm sure you'll uh, you'll get a lot from it Hello and welcome to Post Exertional Mayonnaise. Um this week we're joined by Alison Larkman, who's an artist from uh Bristol. Uh and she's got a brilliant project coming up next summer. Um but it's ongoing at the minute in terms of all the planning for it. So um thank you for joining us, Alison, and we're really interested to hear about your, your art project that I've shared a little bit about on um online, but it'll be it'll be really good to hear kind of uh your story as well. So um, you live with Emmy, So do you want to tell us a bit about your sort of background and your Emmy sort of journey, your story?
1: Um, yeah. Hello. Um, well, I, um, uh, quite a few years ago now, um, far too many actually when I was uh, in my twenties, I got a uh, glandular fever, but they didn't pick up on it. Um, and at the time I was in the, um, Great Britain rowing team. So, um, uh, doing masses and masses of exercise um and after glandular fever it came sort of had me type symptoms but back then it was um very sort of hard to get any diagnosis but i had it on and off for about five years then and then i had 20 years where absolutely nothing i was you know i was completely fine. Um, and then um over 10 years ago now it came back and it is uh, sort of shifts about in in how uh, my symptoms are but it it came back with a vengeance so um that now i i live with it um so it really has um mm. shaped my life from you know kind of having it in my 20s and thinking it would go away then thinking it had gone and then um being reminded that i still had it so um yeah um, so I, I did, I did, mm. uh, I've done loads of uh, kind of, I ran a business. I did lots of things in those 20 years, but um, having it, had it come back, um, I, it's really shaped the fact I can't work like I used to. Um, I've had to slow everything right down. Um, and I think in some ways it made me go back to uh doing art um because I'd gone to art school in my 20s um and it it kind of made me um kind of explore things in my imagination because I think when your world shrinks and you can't get outside and mm. um you know you're deep dealing with all these symptoms it's well for me it was my imagination and it really wandered about.
0: Mm. It's funny isn't it because some somehow it it Emmy frees up space and time just naturally because you have this sort of time in your hands but also you don't have the energy to kind of do the things that um you would do in everyday life everyday life like working and stuff so in a, in a funny roundabout way it does free up time but it doesn't free up energy does it yeah. so it, it's a difficult balance because you, you end up with these ideas and and kind of uh sort of things that you want to do but you're sort of so sort of constrained by that so yeah it's I I love your um I think it's your Instagram bio that says you you suffer from both Emmy and enthusiasm and it's a um it's a a sort of a bit of a dangerous combination isn't it
1: yeah I think what's interesting is that um my initial art school taught me a really traditional way of doing art and there was a right way and a wrong way and I was going to be an oil painter and uh, I I, I had very definite views on it. And when your life is turned upside down by uh, by Emmy, you have a very different view. You know, the rules have gone out the window. So um, in some ways I'm a lot freer in my mind. But as you say, um, I definitely suffer from enthusiasm. So um, I have a a five-meter Alice in Wonderland on the side of my house that – I dreamt up this idea that someone might want to know where I'd gone because I, you know, I'm inside for uh, weeks or uh, sometimes months at a time. And I thought, I wonder, you know, where they think I go. Mm. So she's looking into a window in my house and um, I I just kind of assumed that you would, you know, um, you just got spray can and had to go, but luckily I I um, know a street artist Stewie, and he kind of explained how it worked. But we we did it together, and and it was um, uh, you know I yeah. held the ladder, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was dreamt <laughs> up while lying in my bed um, thinking about things.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, and it it, it sort of it, it's brilliant that you you've been able to kind of like. Um, sort of create something despite the the frustrations, and and um, you you've been an installation artist as well, and can you tell us a little bit about your past installation work as well?
1: I've um, I what I've realised is that um, the ideas I think about um, sometimes I think my art studio is in my head because I sort of think about uh ideas around being invisible and and being fragile um, and uh, so I've got everything from a, a tiny uh 124 scale living room that's actually off it's inside one of my skirting boards with full electrics and a picture of my dog over the mantelpiece mm-hmm, um, wow. and um, you know only the postman's seen it really but there it is and then the other thing I've, I've done is I work a lot with leaves 'Cause I I think there's something very fragile about whether well, about leaves that are dying. So you're working with materials that won't be permanent that they're going through their own process. Um and I've I tried to um make a blanket to figure out what it would be like to be under a pile of leaves. Um and I made a huge blanket mm. and just just lay underneath it and then um I left it in there. um in a park in bristol just to you know go back disintegrate back into the earth um so um yeah it's nice in some ways to put things somewhere where people can interact with it um and um you know they can um uh kind of see it and maybe get their bring their own ideas to it i quite like the fact that art can be interacted with and doesn't necessarily have to be in a gallery
0: Mm. so um Salison so you've got a project um sort of that's in progress at the minute which is aiming to um be sort of rolled out next summer do you want to tell us a little bit about it and your inspiration behind it
1: yeah um the project is called I would be here if I could and um basically um it's around the the fact that I think um, a lot of people with uh, ME and long COVID have this the experience of just not being able to get places, of spending huge periods of time inside or in bed. Um, and uh initially it was uh, came from an art course I did that I had to pull out of because of um not being able to get down there it was um at Newland School of Art in um in Newland <laughs> and uh they were having at the end of the course was having this um exhibition um and uh I I just had to pull out but I did say to the tutor if I could come I would come in a bird hide because I like the idea of traveling in my bed in a room being able to peek out and see people but um they wouldn't be able to see in because it would be mirrored uh, the windows would be mirrored um but I also think there's a lot of anger about just getting really pissed off at not being able to take part in things that you know you just mm. used I never would have thought about it you know it can I make it? Will I, you know, will I have enough energy? And um, so the idea that this bird hide would be huge and take up space and kind of people would have to walk around it knowing I was in there. I just thought that was a great idea. And um, the tutor said, uh, Jesse uh, said, um, you know, if you can make it, we'll, we'll put it in the gallery. Um, and then a friend made it for me, which was amazing. Um, And I did plan to go and and lie in my bed and look at everyone, but um, I still wasn't well enough. So it went as an empty box. Um, And the thing that really struck me is the photos I got back were very arty pictures of a box in a white gallery with people looking thoughtfully at the box, but not really understanding that they should have been in it looking out. Um, Mm. And it made me think about all the places I would go, aren't in galleries. You know, they're weird places like shopping centres or Victoria Station where it's really loud and busy and uh, or maybe even it, it's a it's a woodland with my dog and it's just being able to be there is such a challenge. Um, and so this project has come from that. It's come from um, talking to other people at, that have got ME, um, a few of them... A severe me and just saying you know where would you be if you could um and mm. it's amazing um the responses have been things like seeing my children in the playground or um you know going to the theater mm. or being at a nightclub so they're not all beaches and woods and scenery it's just about being part of the everyday um so at the moment the project is open it's asking that question and people can go to the website and leave uh leave a message about a place that is important to them um and it can be anywhere from the top of a mountain to even your living room you know for people where that that in itself is a challenge and it can be a message left for anyone um so it's entirely up to them um and we've had a uh, some people have sent in poems uh some people have uh, you know asked if their carer can leave the message um I'm trying to make it as easy as possible because I realize not only is it a challenge to think about these places but um it's and and recording and hearing your own voice is always um uh, um tricky um but I uh, having left a message for the project recently myself, it, it just reminded me it really is a lot about grief and it is, it's mm. about talking about a life that you once had so it's not, and I think it's a sort of like a living grief so so I I appreciate that these messages are going to be hard to leave but I love the fact that um, they're going to be taken in what is a new version of the Hyde, this large Uh, mirrored a box it's going to be huge and people who are at these places be it Pennyfan or Woods or Victoria Station they can go into that box and put on headsets and hear the message of the person who's chosen that place and it's this idea that beyond your bed beyond your room beyond your house you can connect with someone and that person can hear your voice and your message and then they have the chance to write you a postcard Um, and that whole idea of a postcard was someone else who's got um, very severe ME said I'd love to get a bit of post and I love there's a likeness to that just someone saying hello I I heard you is um, is going to be brilliant So uh, the project is funded, part funded by the Arts Council, part funded by uh, hopefully uh, some various other funds I'm looking at. I'm not, I'm not, this is all new to me and I work like a snail. So um, it's starting at um, the tour of the mirror box will start on ME Day in uh, May next year. Um, and it will run for twenty weeks. So anyone who sends a message in, their message will be on an interactive map. So everyone's message will be heard. You can go online and, you know, scroll over different places and hear different voices. And then, as much as possible, we will try and visit all of those places with messages uh, next next year um sometimes with permission sometimes without so the box is being designed to be able to be put up and taken down at speed <laughs> um and mm. it's also being designed to be able to go into a living room or up a mountain it's it's um being made in bristol at the minute and on um wow. instagram we've been we posted up recently we took a, a little mid a model of it around bristol just to see what, what will it look like with a, a mirror, mirrored box in the middle of uh, the docks or uh, uh, the city <laughs> centre or something like that?
0: So it's kind of like it's gone from being quite a small uh, kind of um, a small idea in your mind that's just expanded into something that's that's going to be quite a significant project across the whole of the UK next summer, isn't it? And um, so so people can. People can basically you want you want people at the minute that are living with me to um to get in touch on the website and to uh sort of designate a location somewhere that they wish they could be and then they will record a, an audio piece and then that will be listened to by people in and around sort of the well in the box um but it could be anywhere in the UK so you, yeah, it sounds like it's, it's going to be quite a a massive undertaking to 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 get the box in 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 the place with the audio for that specific person in in on a specific day um but you're not you, you were saying you're not going to necessarily advertise where it's going to pop up because it, it it'll just appear somewhere um and it, i just love that idea that it. it's almost like pop-up art isn't it and um f- for you is it what's the sort of core message behind it is it is it about the art of in itself of this box that's kind of mysteriously appeared and the the thinking around that or is it the kind of like um raising awareness or um kind of what what's the kind of the core message for you or is it a bit of everything
1: it's um it's a it's a funny one because i'm because having not come from a traditional art background and also being someone where this is my lived experience as much as anyone taking part Um, I think it's a bit of both. I love the idea that, um, to amplify the absence of people who can't be there, it's not going to be a quiet project. So it will be hopefully Mm. making noise, disrupting places, you know, I can imagine all these climbers going up a mountain and there's a mirrored box in the way and, and, you know, it's, it's making people take notice, you know, we, we were there once, um, and it's mirrored because I think reflecting the outside slightly makes it invisible, but when you step inside, it's a two-way mirror, so they become invisible. They they are removed from that place just for the moment. They're listening mm. to it. Um, and the person whose message it is, we will contact them so they know when it's the box will be there, and uh, hopefully we will have... Um, Photos. I don't know whether we'll be able to live stream to them, but that's all That's all my enthusiasm. So I've, I've got uh, people in, uh, with techie brains thinking about how this could work. Um, and we'll also, if they're following the project, we'll be te- uh, letting people know when it's 25 miles away from your postcode. But other than that, I yeah. feel the idea that it's popping up allows it to, to have an element of surprise to disrupt um, and also that, um, as a person, you don't have to have permission to go everywhere. So why can't we take up space? Um, so mm. I suppose there's sort of um, mm. there is the art side, and there's artists have now started contacting me that also have Emmy that um, recently been contacted by a sound artist, and so I think it might have other things with it. But ultimately, that message and the 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 idea of it amplifying absence, I think, is so important. Because it is, um, I, I think sometimes when you tell a story, you say about your condition in a way that people can hear. Sometimes if you're telling them exactly what it's like to be you, I always find I can feel people switching off, and it's too much. They don't want to take it on but if you tell them about a place that you love that you can't get to anymore there's a question in the air of why can't you be there and then there's a listening and a kind mm. of engaging on that level so um mm. yeah it's a lot of different things um and hopefully mm. it's open enough that people can feel that within their message they can say what's important to them
0: what what are the sort of things that you wanting to people to leave in messages is there is, is it completely up to the person that's leaving the message and what what they would want to say to people or is there a bit of a script that that you've kind of designated or is it is it completely up to the I suppose it's the creativity of the person wanting to leave the message as well isn't it in terms of what they're kind of going to be saying in, yeah in that I,
1: I feel in a way it's it's up to people I we have created a guide um and this was done with some uh, people that have severe ME to try and make it as simple as possible because I I realise it's it is it's a huge undertaking if you're in a position where you don't have much energy mm. um but it's uh the guide is simply um, giving prompts to think wider. So you know, wh- why do you love this place? Is it is it a memory? Is it people? Is it the smell? Um, how would you mm. like to leave your message? You can leave it in any way you want. Um, I, I think the the ones that um, um, that that, that are, are easier to hear are ones where people have possibly you know listen back again just to check that what they want to say is right uh, for them um but i don't feel it's it's um it really i'm i'm really opening the opportunity it's almost like carrying around a um a stereo box or something that their voice will go into so i yeah i hope i hope that leaves it open enough for people to think about what's important to them mm
0: and one of the things that you we sort of, you'd touched on early was um how mu- how much you hadn't kind of realized that how how bigger um process it would be for people leaving messages in terms of that it, it's quite a grieving process as well because the the places that we'd want to go to around the country um like i was thinking about it for me it would be uh, going to a football match um so it'd be that yeah I'd love I'd love the the kind of um the box to be outside the stadium of light at Sunderland uh you know before a match or or after a match when people are coming out and that would be a a fantastic thing but for me that it also is a a sense of grief because um like a stadium and, uh, and a busy football stadium is just like an impossible environment for me it's like it's somewhere that would just drain me instantly sort of being there so um the, there's quite a lot of grief involved in that and is that that's something that's kind of like um a process that i guess that you've uncovered while you've been kind of exploring these messages is that right
1: yeah i i must say i in my suffering from enthusiasm the project got bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and and all of these uh cogs and wheels were getting involved and i got very you know kind of i sat my head in that and um then when it came to leaving my own message it absolutely floored me because it's I think sometimes it's really easy to distract yourself um from something that we can't fix or make better um and Mm. yeah I suddenly thought oh my god not only have I made the website ridiculously complicated which I'm changing at the minute (laughs) um but um but, wow, I'm actually asking a massive thing. And I I, I, I just, I, I really, for um, every message that comes in, it, it's just feels like a privilege in a way that someone's taken that time. And I I also appreciate there'll be people that can't leave messages. And that's okay, too. They can follow it and they can be part of seeing that the box being placed in places. I, I just assumed there will be a large amount of people who are silent and that's, that's okay. Um, but yes, it, it certainly did, it did remind me about the feelings of, of places. And I think you've brought up a really interesting point, um, that, you know, it, it's, um, people with severe ME can't get out and can't get to these places. And then there's another group of people who fluctuate, and so physically you probably could at some time get to a place, but we know we can't, and that that's very mm. hard to explain to people. Like you're saying about a stadium, uh, I couldn't mm. go to Victoria Station. It's the same noise, no. um, uh, just yeah. And you know, you just it's such a kind of a violent reaction in your body, going, no, you're not going, not going there. So it's for those people as well it, it really is for anyone who has that experience of not being able to get somewhere and i have mm. um we've been contacted by other people with fibromyalgia or um physical restrictions and I, i'm i'm open to anyone because i feel i am started it from where my own lived experiences but everyone else with that similar um experience is is welcome to leave a message
0: Mm. and has it been quite a complicated process getting funding for that because it's quite like I said earlier it's big it's a big undertaking so there's there's going to be cost involved and you've you've managed to get sort of funding from different sources was that was that quite a exhausting sort of experience in itself for you
1: um it's it's Uh, this is my enthusiasm again I found out on a course that the Arts Council actually support people who have got um a a, you know a disability or a health condition it means that uh, filling out their application is much more of a challenge and um I worked with someone um uh, called Jamie Wilde for the first uh uh, funding and he's absolutely brilliant um and um and so uh, i i'm currently reapplying for another project grant um which is a huge i mean it's uh i sometimes last year I had about an hour of work in me a day so in some ways having it take a long time is due to you know the speed at which i can work um but what's brilliant is i've taken this idea back to all the people I used to work with and I used to be a business consultant and I'd drink cans of Coke, or drink oh. coffee and then go very manically to a meeting and then fall asleep afterwards so having to can, you know be honest about who I am, now I'm no longer bossing them around um, it's amazing <laughs> how many of them have come forward um, how many companies are are interested in in this in what I'm trying to do and again as I sit slightly out not within a traditional art world I feel like however it's going to get done I'm so determined to take these messages that um, I'm not (laughs) going to compromise so so I I, people are stepping forward and and offering to help and donate I, I feel very strongly this is a there's an awareness raising part of this project, but I'm not going to any charity or individual with ME or long COVID because it's not about um, asking, uh, you know, the, I, the, the charities are doing their work about, you know, trying to solve it, trying to find a, a, a solution. Um so, it this isn't this isn't that's not somewhere where I'm going to go. So, it, it's my mm. it's my own wheeling and dealing that's going to make it happen. Um, and I, mm. I feel really strongly about that.
0: Mm. And I guess, what do you hope that it achieves over the longer term? Because I, I guess this is going to sort of leave a bit of a legacy um hopefully like in in the art world and are you hoping that maybe um there's media coverage of it in in different areas when it pops up and things is is that something that you're going to try and sort of tie in
1: yeah um i'm smiling because uh that is it it feels egotistical but i realized um initially a pr company that i used to work with said oh my goodness this is so newsworthy you know it will be everywhere and i told my other twin sister I said oh this project will be everywhere and she said to me well why do you want that what's what's the point and I was thinking <laughs> that's actually a really good point because it's um uh, and then I thought about it and I thought well hang on a minute I think it's it's actually if the project made masses of noise it's amplifying absence if it went around and was a lovely little project and it ended up Uh, you know in a in a small library or something with a with a a case Mm. showing where it had gone that's I mean that's that's another thing entirely but I like the fact this is going to be disruptive and loud so um Mm. yeah I'm I I'm hoping that once we once it's out and about um it will grab attention and uh and it, it would just give it I like the fact as well that things might go horribly wrong, you know, it might fall off the top of a mountain and that will all be documented. <laughs> and everyone, you know, in the, uh you know, that's part of the community that's left messages or is following it can actually also laugh because, you know, it's not going to be perfect, but um it's certainly gonna make people realise, you know, we are still here. Um so yeah um but again that's my enthusiasm (laughs) so So, uh, we'll see how it goes
0: so you're gonna have some you were saying to me when we spoke last week you're gonna have some people that you're gonna employ to sort of take the box to different places you're not going to be like doing that all yourself but are you hoping to maybe get out if possible in terms of your health to see it in some locations yourself yeah I'd love to feel quite sort of I guess it's going to be strange because you've sort of set the ball in, in motion and then you're not necessarily going to be sort of like there seeing the interactions and what happens and people's faces and, and things like that. So it's going to be a, a difficult period for you in a sense because it's your baby in a way, but you're kind of giving it to other people to take out and about. I
1: I think you're right, that will be... Uh, really tricky i i have a uh, someone that helps me with the project at the minute called orla and i keep snatching things back off her and thinking i'll do this but actually letting it go and realizing it's a project of many people um it's my idea but many people many voices it's going to be a, a an organized crowd i guess um mm. but i w- when i made um uh, the blanket of leaves that I wanted to see what it was like to be under a blanket of leaves. When I made that and I ended up leaving it in a dark yew wood and the light was coming through and it was making these leaves glow. And what was really lovely is I just sat apart from it and I watched people come past and look at it. And it wasn't about the fact I'd done it. It was just watching people enjoying it. So, I would like to do that with the mirror box. I just would like to go and Mm. see, you know, uh, what do people think of it? Um, Mm. And do they have the time to kind of absorb what it's about? And uh, Mm. um, yeah, that feels, that feels important. Um, so I'm, I'm currently um, looking for a tour manager I think it might be someone from music or uh, that is happy in this somewhat kamikaze tour that may or may not have permission and uh, you know will be traveling around the UK. And,
0: and they're going to have to be quite um, uh, somebody who's quite outgoing in the sense that, that you, you want to almost like bring people into the box don't you so if you just put a box there people might not be inquisitive about it or, or might think what's that about or but you, you almost need people that are going to sort of explain the the project and, and and kind of try and coax people to to come in and listen to the messages so it's yeah it's finding the right people for the job isn't it that's, that's going to be the, the the challenge yeah
1: and i i think as well it's yeah. that balance between inviting people in and making it something they might want to you know try uh, um to Um, not being too prescriptive or um uh because it's in a way it's the voices that that will be telling the story and so I think it's going to be an interesting one to think can can they um hit the right balance between inviting people in and and not kind of looking like it's some form of campaign um so uh lots of unknowns but um yeah, we'll see how And you're
0: not kidnapping the... you're not kidnapping people into a box yes, either. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> you and know, it's also not a, a mirrored portaloo, which I got fears that yeah. could look
1: like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I love the idea that you I was explaining the project to my twelve year old son this morning because he was asking about how the podcast was going and I was saying I'm I'm am speaking to an artist today and, and um and he was like, Well, why is it a mirror? because uh, he said it looks invisible and i said that's exactly why in the in sense and, and he it, he clicked really on that and and um and yeah the the idea that that actually you could be looking at something but it sort of almost blends into the background but at the same time when you get closer to it you're going to realize kind of what it is and what and and kind of yeah there's sort of the it's going to be quite visually stunning i would think as well and and that's something you wanted to sort of tap into as well and and um it will be great to see sort of like photos and video and everything like that popping up next summer and sort of following it and is i guess the social media is going to be quite a big thing for you in terms of kind of putting the content out there is is that is that right
1: yeah i i think it's a really interesting one because when i did the um the grant the application the first time one of the things they um uh, questioned me about was the fact that there seems to be a lot of promotion around the project and um Hmm. What I've realised is the promotion, or uh, I'm sure there's another word for it, but basically that is part of the project. That it, it, it's to, it, it's part of the process of amplifying it. So, um, um, the hmm. um current bid and um, uh, funding at the minute is going for people that will um talk about it loudly. Um, and I'm hoping as well there will be times in the tour where some of the um me charities have been um, really supportive um they they can use it for a day so they can use it as uh, a way of amplifying um because um action Mm. for me and uh the 25 percent um the severe me group have just been amazing and have been helping me since Uh, well over a year now just saying you know talk to us about it how can we help um and I've been able to sort of test ideas uh with them so um that's been really good as well
0: Mm. and I I guess for you um has the project brought a lot of meaning to you in terms of um sort of your creativity and your your sort of like um because I we often talk about this kind of desire and need to create something when we're living with emmy or or to have a to, to make a, a a stamp on the world in a way and and i know you said it's not it's not a project about you but it do, do you feel that it's kind of really given you a sense of meaning throughout kind of this the, the the creative process that you've undergone
1: um definitely i think um what's hard is when your purpose is taken away you know when you yeah. can't work can't do sport you keep refusing all your friends because you can't go out in the evening. Um, And uh, this has given me masses of purpose. You know, this is a thing I'm doing. Mm. Don't know what will happen when Mm. I've finished it. I'll probably have another idea. But but I would say as well, I think um, um, the idea of being seen and heard is so fundamental to me. uh, And that when you're made invisible, it's almost like you don't, exist so um mm. you know maybe that's why it's a huge mirror box and why it's a national tour because i you know it's about shouting and waving from from where i uh where i am um yeah mm. Mm.
0: yeah um no it's been it's been great to uh to learn more about the project so um do you want to just give details of the website, um, so if people want to to go, and there's there's information on the website, and there's just there's some um, draft photos, I suppose, isn't there? Um, and then and then uh, and then also Instagram. Is it is it both? I would be here if I could. Yeah. Um, right? So
1: the website is i would be here if i could dot um, It's also we're on Instagram. I would be here if I could and Facebook. Um and Twitter it's uh be there if I could. Someone got there before me right. for that handle. <laughs> um but yeah, and and um we're testing what I've realized, which is quite interesting, is uh I sort of started the project and I kept typing we and it is only me and an assistant at the minute. Um, but I what I've realized is the more I'm sharing about how the project's working, um uh, that seems to to be uh, a, a really nice way of bringing people into the project I think with my mm. background in business I was wanting to pre- present this project as a finished thing and and it isn't finished and it is ongoing and a little bit higgledy-piggledy so um yeah I, I hope people will join and just see it as it's as it's forming um
0: mm. yeah yeah so um yeah do go and have a look at the website have a look at instagram uh twitter x whatever it's called now oh um, yeah whoops I <laughs> yeah, i don't think i'll stop calling it twitter <laughs> um uh yeah and it would be just great to how many how many messages or how many locations are you wanting to to be in across the the the, the months next summer is it have you got a, a, a sort of a, a hoping for a certain number or are you going a you don't want to be oversubscribed either, I suppose, but at the same time you want enough kind of locations to make it work?
1: Well, um, thats a, I mean, that's, like a, a, that's such a good question um, because <laughs> to be able to price up how much I needed to apply for a grant for, I needed to know how many messages, but also how many places those messages were going to be in. So um, yeah. the plan is, um, by having an interactive map, we can have as many messages we can have hundreds, um which would be amazing mm. on the map um and then we'll be planning these micro tours so they might go up to the northeast or the southwest for you know three days here, four days there. they might the box might be up for ten minutes, it might be up for the whole day where you know that will be dependent on weather people, all sorts of things. so um I don't know how many messages we can do i think it might be over the 20 weeks it might be a hundred but equally if everyone everyone if there's a large amount of people and they're not they're happy just with a beach it might be that it 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 can take more Mm. and there's so many wonderful unknowns i quite like when they pop up and you think oh how how will Mm. that work um but what (laughs) uh, one thing i'm i'm hoping to do is um the deadline for leaving messages is October the 6th and it may be that it opens up again for people with um, uh, severe ME that we, we're we looking at ways we can uh, gather messages that might make it a little easier. Um, but that's uh, that's still being explored and it might be as well we can actually open it up as it's travelling around because I appreciate that there's um lots of people not on social media that won't have heard of the project um and um, they might want to leave a message and if we're passing the box might you know veer down the road and up the box will come and their message will go in so nothing's nothing set in stone but um
0: Mm. well
1: we'll just see what what comes what comes in is is what what we'll work with i guess mm. we being the many voices in my head as well as my <laughs> <laughs> and uh
0: and yeah i suppose the the adventure in itself is 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 the art as well isn't it and that's that's the the wonderful thing about it and 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 yeah, it, I'm really looking forward to sort of seeing how it progresses over the next summer. And one thing we talked about was maybe meeting up again um, for the podcast here, uh, like next year, maybe when the project's under underway or or afterwards, and and to to get your thoughts on how it's all gone because it, it'll be um, fascinating. And um, yeah, I, there's so much. So many mixed emotions with it, isn't there? Because there is going to be a lot of it's. It's going to be very poignant, and I think for people that are coaxed into the into the box to sort of to be faced with something like that, in terms of actually what what other people take for granted as an everyday thing, going to the shopping centre or um or, or catching a train or whatever, like you say, that's a very normal, ordinary thing for most people or for a vast majority of people, but yet um there's those of us that are excluded from society in a really significant way and that um yeah i i I hope that people that maybe enter the box will be able to um almost reflect on on their their lives and 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 what they've got and how how there's those of us that are, are so distant from that um those abilities just to just to do something that seems quite simple um so there's 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 so many facets to the project isn't there that that um yeah i love the you, you sort of the way that you've you've kind of concocted something that's that's interactive but it's art but it's raising awareness and it's it's so many different things isn't it and and, and yeah i think it's a it's, it's a great idea and, and i'm really looking forward to seeing how it how it progresses over the next year so yeah um anybody listening or watching please do if if it's kind of caught your imagination as well please do go to the website and and um yeah sort of uh register or or, or whatever is is it is it people do people register or do they leave a an audio message is there a sort of function for that
1: um well um I'm changing the website because I had made it quite complicated because I wanted to sort of make sure I could keep people up to date with the project. Um, So as of next week, you can just go on. There's three simple steps uh, about uh, creating it. You can use a guide uh, that's, that's there Um, recording it. There's a few little instructions about how to get the best recording and it's all over phones um, and then there's a form to upload it. Um, so, um, mm. and, uh, hopefully that will make it much, much clearer. Um, I think it, it's easy. I think i got a bit carried away with the idea and then forgot about how, you know, making it as simple as possible. So, um, mm. being my own Guinea pig, I raised my hands and thought, Oh my God, this is far too complicated, but yes yeah, so on the mm. website. So, um, um, as of next week um, uh, and we'll be doing a four-week countdown to the initial uh, deadline um, as so anyone can contact with questions as well um, we'll try and make it possible for as many people
0: mm. well um well thank you for your time was there anything you wanted else you want to sort of say or kind of add in to what we've already talked about
1: um i've really enjoyed chatting about it it's um uh i yeah I think coming back and you know even just reporting on how people are responding to it will be the other half of the mm. the story so um yeah i'd I'd love to do that and um you know let you know how things are going
0: yeah we'll we'll do that and um we'll catch up uh yeah maybe uh next year and it's uh I look forward to it it'll be uh it'll be good and uh, it's an exciting project, and yeah, I hope as many people as possible do sort of buy into it and get involved because it's it's gonna be something quite special i think so um yeah thanks thanks for your time Alison, and we'll um we'll uh, we'll see you next time so thank you thank
1: you